Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And this week on the show, we're going to Boogie Wonderland. <laughs> so we talk about it a bunch where, uh, you know, we say how much a role boogie boarding plays in the surfing journey. And it's one of the reasons why the kids who grew up playing in the shore break and getting slammed into the beach with their boogie boards turn out to be such great surfers. Anyway, somebody reached out and said like, hey, can you talk more about that? So here we go. We did. Um, all right, how to get your boogie on. This is an episode because we just got this really nice review and it finished off with, but can you do an episode on how to use a boogie to get better at surfing or something like that. You, right, you always right. talk about it, but you never actually tell us how. And I, I kind of like that. You know, it's true. We never actually went through it. I think the reason we never talked about it in like detail is because it's one of those things like just grab the board, go in the ocean, and you're going to start learning right away. Right. You know, like everything you have to do with that board is going to teach you. And if you don't lift it up or dodge a wave or dive when you should, you know, all that kind of stuff, you learn and do it better next time. And then that translates to surfing. Right. Anyway, we made some notes specifically addressed at this whole idea of becoming a better surfer, a better waterman, a better wave reader with your boogie. And yeah, we always we do hit on it a lot because you know we're boogiers at heart. Cheers, brother. Cheers. We're boogiers at heart, and you know that's basically what our foundation is. So. Anytime somebody's trying to surf and they haven't figured out one of these techniques that we learned in, in Boogie Town, we tell them, like, have you, we ask them, have you ever, like, have you really? Have you ever been to Boogie Town? Have you ever been to Boogie Town? <laughs> it, and again, it, like, it takes, it, there's, there's so much to explore there. It's so fun. It's, it's got to be in your quiver. And let's break down some some ways that you can start employing it and and what you're sharpening what skills you're sharpening right on so okay i just wanted to hit this list though too of why are we doing this and you know number one is it's safer right you know less equipment smaller equipment soft equipment i know foamies are foamies but there's a lot of material there so it still kind of can be i don't know it can still hurt you yeah yeah i mean or somebody else. If you mow somebody down on a boogie, they're gonna be okay most of the time. I mean, that's <laughs> you're gonna stop short. <laughs> that's what's fun. I mean, you really do get to get a lot of kookery out of the way with the boogies. Right, right. Um, okay, so safer. No stand up. You know, this is something that uh, we do all the time with our surfboards with people. But this is why we do it because we're kind of going back to boogie town and being like, listen, take the whole stand up out of the equation, out of the mind 
and and do what the things you need to do everything in surfing except stand up that's what boogie boarding is so it's it's like automatically built into the sport i feel like it removes a little ego like most people don't almost nobody stands on a boogie board you kind of like do it when you're a kid and, and brag to your friends about it but yeah that's only it. only kalani or not only but kalani rob who we had on the show you guys got to hear him rave about his boogie right it's his favorite same favorite craft same beginnings um you know, and it's 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 near the beach, kind of in the name of safety, I guess. But it's all happening near the beach, at least especially when you start. Um, you know, there's just that proximity to shore is a big factor in the safety. You right. Know, and being right there near the sand, being able to basically stand up and waste deep water if you have to and walk out and like exit the arena immediately. Where in surfing, you kind of commit yourself to the lineup in a way. And if you get exhausted or spent and you start drifting... You're gonna, you gotta figure it out. Right. You're right. out there. There's no just like, okay, I'm done. Pluck me out, coach. You know, it's like, well, you still have a job to do and get yourself in. Pulling the timeout card. There's none of that once you get halfway out. Right. Right. Um, but getting your reps in, that's a huge one for us. We always, you know, we're not trying to run the sessions with our students out there just sitting and waiting for waves. We wanna do stuff. We want reps, we want drills. Once again, boogie, it's like built in, you know, get a wave, walk back out, get a wave, walk back out, get a wave, walk back out. You can catch like 20 waves in a couple minutes. Just rapid fire and you can learn, you can, you can learn this stuff pretty much in one day. You right. Know? Yeah, totally. I mean, the basic stuff in, in one day and then, and then, you know, your next day you're going to come back to, you know, the inside with a whole new appreciation for how much fun you can have on, totally. the, on the inside. Um... Okay, and then last of all, I wrote just in this little like way of introducing why we do this thing, why we're doing this episode, other than the you know the review asking us to do it. Um, but if there's not always a good surfing wave, you know, like especially at beach breaks, I, I mean, I know this big time because I grew up on Long Island. That's nothing but a straight sandbar. Like Long Island is basically a sandbar. Yeah. So sometimes there's a little bank somewhere and waves break nicely off of it, and you can surf it. Other times there's not. I mean, I'm sure there is somewhere on the island, but you can only cover so much ground. Right. So when you roll up to the beach, there's almost always a boogie wave. The wave is going to eventually hit the beach. It's going to hit land, and that's where it has to break if it doesn't first break out on some sandbar. So it's just like it's kind of almost always an option. Right. You know, you got your boogie, and you'll be able to ride, like, closeouts even dashed upon the shore. Um, all right. Shall we get into the meat? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so the first thing we write down about getting your boogie on is you're gonna you're gonna improve your timing. You're gonna or learn about timing as far as the lift and the, the the energy coming. We talk about like a wave, almost like a train, waits for no man. It's coming in and it's gonna go up the beach, and you need to be on your game and watching the wave and kind of keeping your your senses dialed and figuring out when's the right time. I'm talking by the way, of like being in waist deep water and catching the last seconds of a wave before it. Just the white water. Just the white water. And just knowing when to leap. When, you know, you can't be in the white water. You can't leap too early because then you'll ruin your momentum before the wave right. helps you out. So there's a timing issue there that you have to get dialed into just like there is in surfing and catching a wave. And that, that really innate feeling that basically everybody has, that feeling of, catching the wave or not mm -hmm. you hit on it a little bit but it's just like there's we see it become such a big issue down the line if somebody's on a surfboard and they haven't caught 1000 whitewater waves mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so they really know that feeling that that release 
right. where you finally go from, you know, again, even in the whitewater, you get that where you're sometimes you got to battle through that that whitewater a little bit and then boom, it drops you down in front of it and you get that one second of super glide. Yeah. Yep, that and you're I, going. I really like that because it makes me think of <clears throat> students who struggle to, well, you basically said this, but don't know when they caught the wave. And so they're either trying to stand up or even if they're not at that phase yet with us and, and not standing up, setting their rail, but they'll stop paddling to press up and start setting their rail long before they've caught the wave. And like you said, they're not familiar with that feeling of like, oh, the wave's doing the work now. They yeah. don't they don't recognize that point that you cross where it's no longer your effort. It's no longer your leap or your strokes that are moving you forward, but it's fully the wave. And there, it's a slow transition. It's like a swelling, you know, it's like mm -hmm. a welling up. It's not like you're paddling and then you've caught the wave. Right. There's like a blending of it happening. You're, you're paddling, you're paddling and the wave starts pushing you a little bit. But you still have to continue paddling yep. and you have to continue paddling. And little by little, the energy transfers more to the wave and less on you. And so re recognizing that point where, okay, now if I stop, I will still keep going. Right. And that's all just this issue of timing, jumping into waves and recognizing what it feels like to catch a wave. Right. And again, in boogie boarding, you get like thousands of reps and opportunities to just keep jumping into these waves that always hit the beach. There's always, they're always there. So that's just going straight to the beach, one yeah. after another, one after another. You know, your first day, you're going to be catching every single white water that you're going for mm -hmm. or, you, or you pretty much should be you know and then and then you can start mixing in the rail rail set mm -hmm. and start controlling this this boogie by leaning into one rail or the other and sometimes you're changing your grip on the board i mean down the line you'll change the grip but you don't even have to you just hands on the front lean it over to one side you know and and start cutting along and going more parallel to the shore mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and you know you really can go quite parallel to shore even in the white water so again that's that's what would come next is is actually started to control the boogie and start to figure out how to turn this thing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then that's like eventually you're going to accidentally sometimes find yourself on a reform and, and we've seen this in surfing, but it's, it'll happen to you in boogie boarding more often just because you're going to be on more waves and waves do all kinds of things. So the more you're on, the more opportunities and situations you'll encounter. But that reform feeling and being able to set a rail on open face, like slope of a wave, clean, mm -hmm. you know, there's an, there's an even like further developed feeling to be had there. Absolutely. Of like the rail set principle, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and that shedding of the water off of the outside rail, the feeling of like resisting the waves push that wants to straighten you out, but you like push back Leaning and create a new it. drive. Yep. It's and all, it's all like the surfing rail set, of course. So important. I mean, that's really the, the true feeling you're after in surfing. You know, as soon as you set your rail and you're on the open face, you're you're flying yeah we got to actually talk about that for a second or at least just fully address that like that's almost the epitome of surfing like surfing as a as a or riding waves i guess i should say but surfing not like surfing standing on a surfboard surfing but whatever anyone does whatever any craft anyone uses is always trying to be put down the line and kept in the pocket yeah you know in the source of the the wave's energy so it's it's 
yeah, it's just like, remember, that's that's the essence of what you're trying to do. The reason we say this is because we know that everybody comes to us and wants to learn how to surf. And well, by now we've actually done a great job of having people prepared for what they're going to learn with us. Right. But we saw it all the time in the past that everyone just wants to stand up. They want to stand up because it's surfing and it's a surfboard and that's what they see in the pictures. Yep. You know, and it's like what you're not seeing or not realizing is that what's really the thing you want to do is set your rail and go down the line. And you haven't actually achieved that yet. Right. So we got to go back, back to the building blocks of, of wave knowledge and, and the truest feelings in surfing. And, and again, back to boogie, <laughs> back to boogie town. Um, I like this last note we have in the rail set, but just rail sets into closeouts. You know, yeah. like in surfing, we're looking for an open face, like a tapering shoulder line that we know you know, again, because the equipment is so much bigger in surfing, if you pull into a closeout, you're almost definitely going to lose the board unless you're the most prepared for it and ready to really keep your rail and engaged and then press through the wave. But in boogie, you know, you can, in, in like on your boogie board, you can really set your rail and pull into the closeout, right. especially when you're on the beach. And, and I mean, another point we have here is like wipeouts, learning how to wipe out, learning how right. to like kind of semi roll with the wave yeah. you know and don't try to resist and put your arm out awkwardly or something you know no um absolutely you get you get all sorts of tumbled around and and i get like back to kind of wave knowledge and and stuff like that and and it being the foundation of it it's just like again there's so many waves on you at all different stages white waters reforms actual waves breaking top to bottom on the sandbar that you have to get really good at judging waves mm. you know one after another oh this is a left oh this is a right this is a closeout you know this is a reform this is this is one that i'm I'm a little bit too far inside to turn around and go on. So I got to turn around, face this thing and jump through it and mm -hmm. put my head down and really, you, you know, get some momentum and blast through this thing or I'm just getting sucked right back over the falls mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. on the, on the inside. Like inside decision making, you know, practice inside decision making drills. <laughs> For people who are, are constantly not knowing which move to go to. Do I do a press up? Do I do a turtle? Do I do a buoyancy pop? Right. Do I put my head down and right. spear through there? You know, it's how funny is it that that's not a kind of automatic instinct? Like how many people have we worked with where you're coming up to a cresting lip and they do a full press up, straight full face into the lip? <laughs> yeah, mouth open added to that. <laughs> when it's wow, just- Wow, <laughs> look at that lip, Pitchy. Boom, right in the kisser. <laughs> so I'm, I swear this, going back to Boogie Town is gonna help you figure out what move to choose and it's just it will come so natural mm. and and uh, i mean book uh body surfing comes before this i mean you should really learn that stuff by just being even without a board and then knowing when to dive down and under waves and which ones you can try to hop over that's another thing that you learn with the boogie and the inside strategy just like when there's a white water and you want to get over it you jump off the bottom and then pull yourself on top of the board and ride up and over oh, it yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah yeah and if you've never done that it's just like it's so much harder to do with this with a big old nine foot surfboard totally you know which is what most people are learning on so take it back to boogie town go have some fun um, and learn all these true fundamentals of, of surfing and, and how you, how you navigate, you know, 
kind of the most tumultuous part mm-hmm. of of the beach is kind of the inside beach break right. slammer little backwash probably happening in that area it changes the way that, like things happen and and that's that's probably a, a like a a function of reforms actually now that i think about it you know like the backwash mm-hmm. hitting a certain wave at a certain point must help it to like oh like not break actually and like reform back again. it off for just right. a little second and those yeah those are the ones as kids you were just like oh my gosh that's my opportunity to get that little like you get a drop in and you get to carve right and start setting your rail on that buttery open face and out of the white water um i think um you know last of all is just uh, you said it you know and then add the fins the flippers or whatever you know and and get out there and to take it even further if i mean most people don't take boogie boarding this seriously unless they actually do the damn thing but when they do those are the guys who get deepest you know most under the lip most critical takeoffs i mean they're we take corking from them they're the ones who did it first right you know where they go like pop and just like buried the tail of that thing in the water and then just with like one frog kick and a refloat of the tail under the lip of a wave in without hardly a paddle you right, know if right. not just one and and i think there's a again going back to like the feeling of catching a wave there's that feeling again in a much more critical technical version but the only way to be able to do that and and to get to do that a little on your surfboard is to one have faith it works and to have the practice and feeling and confidence to do it full commitment because there's no way to test that out you know what i mean like that's what i always wondered about people who do like these quadruple backflips on like mountains and stuff when they're skiing it's like how do you practice that right you know what i mean how do you like warm up to do that you there's you're either doing 20 backflips or you're not you know right (laughs) i mean they got those pools and stuff sure 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 i'm sure yeah but the point being is like this is how you practice it in surfing right with like lower consequence so okay so if that's the equivalent of practicing that move in the mountain is like the pools or whatever of like the, the foam balls or whatever um the boogie is like the commitment tester you know in it's you. the foam pit yeah, yeah it's, it's the, the foam, foam pit, pit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know you again we we already did the disclaimer you can freaking break your neck trying to fool around on a on a boogie board i don't think we recorded that part <laughs> yeah i'm glad you said so yeah so you know this isn't this isn't just kitty business you know again you're usually much closer to the shore again if you if you have if you're an adult and you don't you know you're not gumby and you can't just get scorpioned in half and just like get the air knocked out of you and just come up like barely breathing but laughing about it um then you need to take it easy you know start again not on a day that it's like you know shoulder high top to bottom slamming and blowing sand out the back but just right into the white water you know and mm-hmm. just start playing around with it with the kids or where whatever uh n- definitely no ego on this one peeps yeah that's that's a really good i'm glad you brought it up to say you know because you can get yourself in trouble on these things even on a small wave getting pitched on a top to bottom wave like pitching to the beach is a pretty gnarly situation right so like definitely don't be afraid to just or or have too much ego to be just kind of old man in, in the whitewater you know and just kind of t- setting rails right and and like this is where we encountered our you know rip currents and stuff first too mm. we were on boogies and we were in waist deep water and then all of a sudden 
this weird rush of water kind of swept us off our feet and then there was a little down slope and then now all of a sudden we weren't touching sand anymore and we're getting sucked out but you're mm -hmm. with the boogie and this is also one of the times where you learn to never get rid of your boogie mm. never get rid of your flotation device you know hold on for dear life to that thing as for some reason people who are in panic they're like this thing's slowing me down i can't swim ditch this thing you know and they're all they're just all alone now that was your buddy that was that was gonna be your last hope that was gonna keep you on top of the water no matter what so anyways this is again be ready for for things like this to happen you know and and it's it, you're better off having just a little boogie that you could you know get under some white waters or ho just hold on to it and get hit by white waters instead of like a big a big soft top that would get like ripped out of your hands right away say you didn't right. have a leash or something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you probably should have a leash if you're a true beginner have a leash on your boogie go go full kooked them on this one don't don't be too proud <laughs> I mean, I think that covers it really well, you know, it's maybe less of a how-to and more of a what's happening to you out there while you do this, but if you're just trying to jump into waves, ride, you know, a couple little whitewaters to the beach, go a little to the left, go a little to the right, there's a whole bunch of things like subconsciously, secretly, you know, happening in your brain and neurons and synapses are connecting. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> well, shout out to like the Wahini Project for, for you know, getting the ball rolling. We want to have these like certification classes. You know, when you totally. come work with us, you got to be able to prove that you can go out there and hop on a boogie and get little whitewater waves. And right. really, this is this is how we should we should test them. There should be like a totally. I mean, get ready, people. We <laughs> pretty soon you're going to be requesting a session with us, and first thing we're going to have you do is get in the shore pound and show us that you can set your rail and take a beating on the the beach break. All right, just bring your boogie. Don't bring your big old soft top. <laughs> All right, peeps, thanks for tuning in. Always good rapping with you, coach. <laughs> <laughs>